This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, why do our kids keep hurting our feelings? And we speak with Mary Sheedy Krasinka, author of the popular books Raising Your Spirited Child and Kids, Parents, and Power Struggles, Winning for a Lifetime. Woo! I like winning. Me too. I like winning, especially versus my kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They can't win. Never. No. Never. Oh. How are you? Eh, you know what? I feel like I'm about to reach a new level of crazy. Oh, my God. All right. So You were already kind of crazy uh, last week. Yeah, last week. I was starting to slip into some sort of mom madness yeah. of, like, this, like, the really screwed up sleep. Like, I'm, just, like, the super tired. And then I got to this place, uh, I think, contributed uh, to by the tiredness mm-hmm. of just this, like, whole new place of, like, I can't meet any of my own personal needs. And I'm getting really resentful of uh, Stefan and in a way that's not healthy at all. It's, like, really kind of not. I mean, it's partly his fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not really. Um, and... Like, I just am like, oh, my God, uh, I don't like anything about this parenting thing. And, like, I'm totally, which is so weird uh, because I had them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, it was like, it's like by Friday I get just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I just get, like, so crazy and, like, sad and tired. Mm-hmm. And So when you say by Friday, you mean, like, after a full week? After, like, a like, full week of, like, everything. Every... I, I get, like, a little respite on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But then, like, it's, like, Monday, I'm like, I've had my coffee. Let's, yeah. I can totally mom up and do this. And then by yeah. Friday, I'm like, I just want to, like, have a bath yeah. or, like, I'm tired of all of everything I'm doing has to be done with a kid with yeah. me at all times. Yeah. Both professional and personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... I had this moment when it was like, like really, and I was really in a dark place for a moment. I was like, is this it? Is there like, is like the next cliff over that you fall off of, is that where just like women descend into some weird mom zone where they're like, I'm just going to shed all personal, mm-hmm. like, and ambition is the wrong word, but like. Like, I'm going to let it go. I'm just going to totally not I'm care. Like, I'm a vessel. I'm just this vessel. <laughs> My job vessel. is just this child. <laughs> I'm just, I love motherhood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only want to be mother. I am mother. And that is it. And like, I, and this, I don't know if I like this character. And this that is, you're not, introducing to, this right is here. not to say I'm that like, there are my baby. But then I'm like, are, are there. Are some women just, like, really into it? Or have they, like, passed this point where they're like, screw you, old self. Mm -hmm. It's just easier. It's just easier to give in to motherhood. Mm -hmm. Like, on this, like, in this weird way. In Mm -hmm. a way that may not be the healthiest. Yeah. Uh, Again, this is no personal attack on people who are, like, way into, like, Attaching a kid on them, or like who really are into it. I really am into it. I really am you into, are it. into it. I am That's a really why this good is mom, confusing. and I really like being a mom. But it's like this other place. It's uh-huh. this other of like, I'm just like always on the floor with my kids, 24 hours, and just well, like it's like a what? weird. Okay, pl- it's so like a weird is that... mom stereotype. Yeah, I think it might be a mom stereotype, yes. but I think it also might be what people are talking about when they say like, 
it's great to like love being a parent, but don't lose yourself right. in being a parent. I think maybe that's what you're talking about. Yeah, like where I, where it's not like obviously there is no human who's just physically on the floor with their baby 24 hours a day. <laughs> that that's not real, but like <laughs> but I think the idea that you are raising is letting go of I mean Lowering expectations in a in a way that is the stuff you're like you're you're doing everything for your kids. You're not going to stop doing all right. that stuff. So the stuff you're going to let go of is the stuff you want for you. Right. And that is where things get a little crazy because it's like, well, if I don't have anything for myself and I don't do anything for myself um, and I don't even work towards that, right. then who Am I? Because it would just mom. be easier. It would just be easier. Yeah. I just let if I just put all those things on yeah. a boat and set them out to sea mm-hmm. somewhere and I just resign myself mm-hmm. to being like totally one dimensional. Then <sighs> then I wouldn't care anymore. Yeah. About I don't like all this. the things. Yeah. No, I'm it's horrible. Good. Yeah, right? no. It's, it's yeah, horrible. It's not good. It's, I think I think like best case scenario, what you do <laughs> is you say, Well, it didn't happen this week, maybe it'll happen next week. That's healthy. That's healthy. Does that is that anything? Yeah. I mean, because I think That's you still have to try to have it and want it. You just can't like kill yourself every time it doesn't happen. Because like, because like you could, it is in your future. Like things well, are, I know. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, at least there, there's this like, you've done it. We have the luxury of having done this one time mm-hmm. before. Yeah. So you would think that like that's comforting i think we've even said it's not so comforting sometimes but i I know in the moment i'm like it's just around the corner right i bet i mean it's going to be replaced by something else but this like immediate all consuming need like i was coming home i'd taken like (laughs) catherine bell and ellis i had to go to like catherine bell's elementary school open house like Mm -hmm. it's like a preview kind of night and stefan had to work late so like i had to go pick her up from school you know, I was like, I'll feed Ellis before we go. It'll be like his nap time, like at mm-hmm. 5.30. So he'll fall asleep in the car. Like, right. you know, dream, dream, Anything dream. Like that yeah, none works. of that happened. Yeah. So like, he screams and cries like hysterically the whole way. We get there. I'm like, I'm going to, because it's an open house, I'm just going to strap him to me. Yeah. Oh, man, he did not want to sleep. He hated that. So he's just like kicking me the whole time uh-huh. and like, ah. Like yeah. fussing and like Catherine Bell, all she wants to do is play on the playground. Like it's right. just like this total chaos. We're like, we're all getting back in the car. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> did you even get to like see we the did, classroom? Like, we went through, <laughs> but like everything was just like all she wanted to do was like go outside and play. She yeah. like did not want to have. Like, she just didn't. She didn't give a two shits about what she was supposed to be no. caring about. Shocking. Like you know, Ellis is just like again, just kick, 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 kick. I mean, how the fuck are you supposed to wear them in these like front carriers when they have long legs and walk up a flight of stairs or sit down without their legs? Jamming into your legs. Uh, My child is just like kick. His kick. legs go to the side, though, right? I never go to they the side. They don't go to the side. My children don't go to the side. Okay. My children want to like they like touch my knees. That's how long my. Are you are you just using a traditional backpack yep. and just wearing it on the front like yeah, a it's school, not just duct a school tape. kids backpack? <laughs> it's not just duct tape. Yeah, that you just uh, cut some holes in. Spread it, kids. <laughs> uh, I clearly have been wearing these things wrong. Anyway. So I'm, like, absolutely insane, and we're coming home, and I'm just, like, losing my mind. Like, I'm uh-huh. just, like, losing my yeah. mind. And the only the thought— screaming, yeah. The only—and and yeah. Catherine the whole time, uh, yeah. like, wah, wah, wah. Right. she's being a total four-year-old jerk, what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Ellis is being a baby jerk, what he's yeah. supposed to be doing. And I get home, and all I can think of is because he won't take bottles, like, because there's, like, nothing, like, I— like it's, Yeah. 
I'm like, Stefan never has to go anywhere with both of these children in the car by himself for like yeah. a year. Yeah. Like up until, I mean, he's already gotten about six months through it. But like, uh-huh. he gets to like, like there's no like, I'm going to take both kids. Right. Because if Ellis loses it, there's no like, he doesn't take a pacifier. There's no right. bottle and we're not into it's solid yet. It's just the boob. It's yeah. just the boob. Yeah. And I'm like, I am the, oh, that sucks. That sucks. So sucks. <laughs> so, um, descent into madness. Yeah. I could just let it go and be like, I love it. I fucking love it. I love my kids screaming at me. I love my kids. Could you, though? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it for a week. Okay. I'll come back and let you know how that turns out. All right. Yeah. Speaking of being in a place of utter darkness, mm-hmm. uh, today's topic is going to be about when our kids hurt our feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that all of the things that we just talked about might play into our perceptions of how our children are talking to us. Perhaps. Maybe. Probably not. I think they're just jerks. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes? Do your children ever hurt your feelings? Never. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, yes, of course they do. Okay. All right. So, for you, because all right, Simon's three, almost. He'll be he's like three almost in three. August. Yes, yeah, so he's very close to three. He's almost three. Yeah. Um, and uh, Oscar is six months. Yeah, almost seven. Yeah. Uh, so, are we gonna take the babies out of this? I feel like does that even? I gotta tell you, I I do have one baby. Okay. I have one baby place. Okay. So, but I'll right, circle so we back don't, to, we don't have to take No, no. But I mean, if, but if right. Oscar's a dream, <laughs> not hurting your feelings. I mean, he's a bit, like, there's nothing. I know. There's nothing he can I do. I don't have any expectations. Of, I right. mean, I guess, like, I guess, like, if, you know, if your baby is, like, prefer, like obviously preferring someone else, that is a way uh, that okay. a baby could. All right. Well, I'll start with baby. Okay. I'll start with how the baby hurts my feelings. Okay. <laughs> I promise I'm okay, guys. Uh, so I'm really tired. Uh-huh. Really crazy. Yeah. It's like one of those days where, like, the nap, she's just not going to sleep. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, a lot of work. Everything's, yeah. like, a lot of work. And I, apparently, my second child is, he's very strong. Mm-hmm. He's a very strong child. Mm-hmm. And he'll grab me. He'll grab my arm. Oh. Or he'll grab, like, my, because there's a lot of loose skin right now. He'll grab, like, my stomach or my back. Uh-huh. Uh, and he, he grabs it so hard uh-huh. that it brings me to tears. Aww. It really hurts. And, like, when, Aww. oh, it's really bad. So you feel like you're, like. And, and, it, and it's so hard because I'm, like, I know your baby and you're just grabbing. Yeah. And it's wonderful that you're strong. It's the grab reflex is, like, actually for bonding. It's to promote bonding. <laughs> but it's so pain. And, listen, I file that kid's nails, like, every hour. Uh-huh. He's, like, yeah. some sort of rabid fingernail beast. But, like. Yeah. He'll grab, and the other day, I was like, it was like a Friday, and like the whole day was fucked up, and so like he just was like, he took like a bunch of 15-minute naps, and mm-hmm. it was just like, the whole day, yeah. I was just like working really hard, and I was like just losing my mind, and he pinches so hard that like, I couldn't control the scream, like I didn't mm-hmm. want to like, stifle it a little. I screamed so loud, I thought, and the windows were open, I thought, that was a horrible scream that I just made. Like, Aww. that's a, neighbors are going to like... Wonder, what wonder what's yeah. happening in the house kind yeah. of scream, and which then just made me feel bad. And so, like to me, that lumps into the like 
it's not like he's hurting my feelings, but mm-hmm. it is a weird place to suddenly be where your mm-hmm. kid, like, hurts you, not intentionally, but, mm-hmm. like, you're so tired. Like, for me, I'm so tired that I'm like, this is awful. Like, this is just an awful way to feel mm-hmm. with my kid, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, and he's too young to be like, I mean, I say no pinch, and I say all that, you mm-hmm. know, he started out. But, like, he's too young to be like, he's not yeah. doing it. yeah. You just grab it. Yeah. It's just involuntary. It's just a thing. Yeah. Um, so that's the baby thing. Did you feel better after you screamed? Like, did you kind of like... I felt worse after I screamed because it scared... I mean, it was a really loud scream. Yeah. Like, I mean, because I was just so... I just, like, lost my normal, like, yeah. uh, control Yeah, thing, no, I think you know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think just, I know the place. It just you're happens. Just, yeah, it just you're kind of out. at your wit's end. Yeah. And then it's this thing that happens that you feel like... And it really hurts. And yeah. so you scream. It's like, yeah. yeah, if anybody else had done this to me, I would have reacted the yeah. same way. Yeah. And I thought it really was just like, whoa, yeah. what was that? And yeah. like, I'm immediately like, you're okay, it's okay, you yeah. know. But like, I'm like, okay, it's okay, Aww. you know. And like, and then I'm really upset because how loud it I'm like, everybody, like, my people are going to think I'm doing something horrible, Aww. you know. And then, yeah. and then I just felt bad because I felt bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Okay. So that's the baby. Okay. So done. Done. There's that. All better. All better. Uh, but the other is, do you? How does Simon hurt your feelings? Oh well. How does he not? I know. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um. <laughs> I think like it's so weird because on the one hand, like we, our whole like approach is that we value independence and yes. we want him to like not feel. Like, you know, separation anxiety and we don't Mm -hmm. want him to feel he like needs us to do things with him at all times. You know, we want him to know there's other people in the world who can take care of him really well, if differently than us. And so I like I'm always trying to like soothe myself with those messages. Mm -hmm. But like it does hurt my feelings every time he just like doesn't like he's he's pretty outgoing he's not super shy and he will attach to like a new adult who seems like nice and friendly like pretty much right away and play with them and then like he's fine he'll look he'll go and like I can leave and and it's like it's a it's such a blessing in a lot of ways because it's like I don't have to deal with like that heart-wrenching like no I have to leave you and even though you don't want me to yeah but sometimes I'm just like, yeah, he's so fine without me. But, like, the ultimate example of this is, and actually it's really fresh because my mom was here over the weekend. Mm. When my mom is in town, Simon has no use for me whatsoever. Wow. I mean, really. Like, he really could not give two shits about me. <laughs> like, he's like, he barely even cares if I'm there or not. Like, yes. he's so focused on my mom. And this is even if my mom is, like, also holding Oscar. Right. Or, like, also, you know making yeah. food or like something else it's like he's so tuned into her and it's so, it's obviously the flip side of this is it's amazing they have a great relationship yeah but who cares we're not talking about great no relationships. it totally hurts about- my feelings like the second <laughs> that she's there it's like i'm not there and i'm and i just like but then i start thinking like does he even like know all i mean does he i mean he'll never know right the right. depth of my love for him right. like he'll never, never understand that but also just even on a day-to-day basis i'm thinking to myself like i play with you what the fuck like i would yes. get this if like i would get this if i just like ignored you all the time but like we talk about everything and we and i come up with things for you to do and we play together and like <laughs> 
You like me. You're getting, you're getting to it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Okay. This is it. So it's the, like, you're, you're I am a good mother. Yeah. Like, you, you work so hard to be, yeah. like, to meet all the needs. Yeah. To, like, go above and beyond. Yeah. All the bullshit playing that you don't really want to do, but you're doing. And, like, yeah. all the creative ideas and, like, all the perfect meals and all the clothes and, like, all the, like, baths and all the boo-boos and all that. <laughs> like, the and the unlimited patience. Yeah. That you need, even when you think you've lost it, you know you're being patient. Yeah. It's unlimited patience. Yeah. The sacrifice of yourself. Yes. All this. And then, like, they're, like, <laughs> they're, like... Catherine Bell's like, okay, this is a great example. Okay. We started doing this thing. Catherine Bell's four, and it should be five in August as well. Yeah. We started doing this thing at the table every night at dinner. We each go around and talk about our day. Yeah. Okay. So Catherine Bell does her day, right? And then Stefan does his day. And then I for a week I never got to my day. Oh my because, god. Because like she just starts oh going off. God. She just starts like, she'll be like, Oh, she's like, go ahead, mama. Yeah, like, it really was. And like, this is what led into my, like, this weekend of madness where uh-huh. I was like, to Steph, and I was like, and I know it's just bullshit, but like, yeah. we never talk about my day. And yeah. My day's full of garbage. Yeah. And it's so dumb. Like, I don't even want to talk about I took the trash out and yeah. I made all the beds and I, yeah. I did the grocery store. But like, like, who gives a shit? Like, it's well, like, this is a perfect example of right. like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it makes you feel like yeah. you hear everybody else's day. Yeah. And then you're like, I really got a bunch of stuff done yeah. that makes this house run, but it kind of feels meaningless. Yeah. And then to be disregarded by your child, like your four, because like, it'll be like, I'm like, well, I got up and uh, Ellis and I started, and she'll like raise her hand mm-hmm. and I'll be like, yes, Catherine Bell. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just like an excuse to interrupt. She'll be like, yeah. bugs like pizza or like right. whatever. Yeah. And you're like, okay. It's basically we're just to, like, I don't care what you have. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. And we're trying to teach her like how to listen. Like, so part yeah. of this exercise is to teach her how to show respect to the people who are talking. Yeah. And she's horrible at it. Yeah. But, like, there's something about, like, these exhausting weeks. and like, nobody cares about my... Or, like, the constant interruption. Yeah. Uh, we do this, like, I sing to her at night. Like, mm-hmm. every night for, like, the last two years, I have basically sung the same song. And she mm-hmm. demands it every... Oh, sing, sing, hug and kiss, sing, hug mm-hmm. and kiss. So, recently, I sing it. And it's Good Night, Ladies. It's, you know, Good mm-hmm. Night, Ladies. Good. Right. So, I'll sing it. And she started doing this really obnoxious thing where I'll sing. And in between the breaks, I'm like, Good Night, Ladies. No! Good Night, Ladies. Kate Ma! Like, she just, like, yells out names mm-hmm. of, like, friends or, like, she says no or she, like, does And I was like, Catherine Bell, I'd really like you to... That makes it, like, very hard to sing the song. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because I'm so tired. And I'm like, I really don't want to yeah. sing you a fucking song if you're yeah. going to, like, talk all through it and be obnoxious <laughs> and be a jerk. Like, because <laughs> That's I'm, what I do. I go, do you want to hear the song? I do, too. I'm like, do you want to hear the song? Because yeah. I'm like, there's a point where, like, like you said, you want the independence. And for, like, three, four years, well, three years, we were like... Speak your mind, do yeah. this thing, blah, blah, blah. But now yeah. everything is an excuse. Everything, mm-hmm. like if you correct her on something, it really hurts my feelings when you interrupt my song and uh, you yell throughout uh-huh. it. It makes it hurt. And I say it, it'll hurt my feelings. And uh-huh. she says, I'm sorry, Mama. But when I do those things, it's my version of the song. And I want to be like, I don't give two shits. Yeah. No, it's not. That is yeah. an excuse. And you are making an excuse. Yeah. Like you can never be wrong. Yeah. Which then hurts my feelings. Right. Because then it just turns into this whole thing where she's like, but then that hurts my feelings. Oh, my you God. Don't believe. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. That hurts my feelings. Like, today, she got, 
She's like running late, and she was like, "What day is it?" And I'm like, oh, "Monday." Yeah. She's like, "No, the date." And I'm like, "It's the 12th." And she says, "I'm gonna go look at my calendar." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! You're not gonna go look at your calendar. Yeah. It's time to go. to go." Yeah. And so she says, "Oh, I need to go get my headband." I'm like, "All right, go grab your headband." She comes back. She walks right up to me, and she says, "I looked at my calendar." <gasps> And I said, I was like, do you know what that is? Yeah. That is rude, and that is bragging, and that Mm -hmm. is disobeying. Mm -hmm. And it hurts my feelings that you would do that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but I, no, no but. I told you not to do this, and then you not only did you do it, you came up and you like looked me in the face, and you were like really smug about it. What does smug mean? It means being rude and jerky. Yeah. It means being a jerk. It means being <laughs> ugly to your mama. Yeah. And you just like came and did it in my face, and then Stefan's like, you know, punishment is, you know, we're not playing any games on the way to school because I was yeah. like play all these games. Yeah. We're not playing any games on the way to school, and then she like just melts down. Right. Oh, I can't play games. And Stefan's yeah. like, are we too hard? I was like. I should have just ripped the calendar off of her wall. Yeah. Like, you don't get a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm like, okay, so this then leads to how do we deal with this? Yeah. Because I, my feelings are hurt. Your feelings are hurt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how do you, okay, because you don't want to be five years old yourself. Yeah. Despite how hard it is to be like, right. well, because I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, and I do it all the time. Like, I'm yeah. the queen of like, did you like that? Yeah. Do you, do you want to know what it sounds like? Yeah. Ooh, you know, I just, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Um, and I, it's like you have to go back to the patients. You have to separate yourself again. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't, I don't think you have to separate. I think you have to tell your kids you're hurting my feelings. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But like, I'm so tired that like my face falls and yeah. I just like walk out of the room sometimes. Right. And it's like, I have to take a break. I feel like that's okay too. Yeah. Like, I think the, she's getting the message. Oh, like, she's you know what message. I mean? Like, I think it's fine. Like, I mean, I think it's really just however you can deal with it that doesn't, like, um, escalate the situation in their, Mm. you know, with them. Because I think for me, like, my only thing is, I mean, it's like the ultimate, like, momming up, right? Because you're saying to yourself, this really sucks. It hurts my feelings. But. That doesn't necessarily matter in this situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like, and, but your feelings do matter to you, and they and they are real. And they should matter to your but, child on some level, but, but they yeah. can't comprehend it the way that, yeah, say, a it's not, older child yeah. might. Or like, I mean, you're, this is the pre-programming totally. for empathy down the road. Exactly. But it's really hard to pull back and not behave immaturely yeah. that then doesn't build the empathy that you want them to eventually show. You're yeah. showing them, like, if you do overreact, if I overreact or if I storm out of the room, then that's what they're going to do Yeah. the next time somebody hurts their feelings. Totally. And, like, so uh, so you have to, like like you said, mom up, yeah. suck it up, yeah. and be, like, and put... You can't treat it like you would as your own friend. No. You, know, you can't be like, yeah. you really are my feelings. and like Because yeah. she's always like, I'm really sorry. And then yeah. comes whatever that fucking excuse is, right, right on the tail end. I got to deal but, with that. But yeah. it was this is what I was trying to do. And we just started getting to, he learned but. So yeah. it's like, yeah, but. And I'm like, oh, God. Stop it now. <laughs> Don't stop all free thought immediately. Stop all larger understandings of the situation. No, but it's, you've got to, and, and that's really hard. The yeah. bottom line is that that's hard because it, and then yeah. it, and when you're really tired. Mm-hmm. And when you're already feeling like other personal needs, like mm-hmm. self-needs, aren't being met, mm-hmm. <laughs> to then have to also put aside 
the hurt feelings by your fire. It it's really, really painful. Like it's I'm like, crying. I was like, yeah, it's, it hurts. Yeah, yeah but I hurts. think yeah, going to Stefan. Like I, last night, I I was getting Simon to bed, and I was like just sitting there, um, waiting for him to fall asleep, and I was doing some work on my phone, which is what my latest thing I, that I, I am. do. But he does handstands against the wall, and um, usually he just does a few, and then I'm like, okay, settle down, and I put him down. <laughs> God. Um, like from Children his bed. Are he's in, I know he's in. Why did we so have them? Okay. I'm sitting right. I'm sitting right next to his bed. He's doing his typical right, like, feet crazy. up against the wall thing, and I'm not even really paying attention because that's my my tactic is just yeah. to ignore him until he settles down. Right. So I'm looking at my phone. All of a sudden, I get kicked in the fucking face, like as hard uh, as you can, because he accidentally pushed off down. too far and he flipped all the way over and landed in my face. And I'm telling you, oh. I went I went out later to Jesse and I said I wanted to punch him in the face so fucking badly, like yeah. so badly, and I didn't. <laughs> I was like, and I didn't, and like I just like I just said like, ow, that really hurt, and yeah. like just put him, in, and then he just like. Started, but right, he was laughing. He thought it was funny, and I was just like, "It's not funny." But I went. Yeah. But what worked for me was, I'm gonna go talk to Jesse about this in a little yeah. bit, and I did. And I went and told him, and we had a nice little moment, and yeah. then I moved on because I know that my child did not mean to break my nose, right? And I know that he wasn't trying to like intentionally like, he's hurt not, my feelings or hurt my body. Like, and he's, he's not really feeling satisfaction in doing so afterwards. No. You know, like that, no. that laugh is not, whoa, yeah. I It's gotcha. kind of like an oh shit laugh. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yes. I, I'm, I'm absorbing some information right now. Laugh. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to process it this way. But like, but no, it is. You got to go out and, and, and tell somebody. Yeah. I think you have to. You and save it. You like, say, and whether it, like that one is kind of an obvious one, but like yeah. even the ones where it's just like, yeah, it really sucks for me that like the minute my mom gets there, yeah. Simon doesn't doesn't even care if I stay or go. Like, right. that really hurts, and I'm not going to take it out on him by, like, ignoring yeah, him and then, or, like, competing <laughs> with my mom. Like, it's all right, just stupid. Right. I just need to, like, <laughs> let it be. Right. And, you know, talk about it with you. Right, <laughs> on the show. Yeah. That no one uh, listens to no. that we love or no. will judge us later. No. Uh, <laughs> no, and, but and I will say for spouses or partners in the situation, something Stefan's been doing, which actually has been very helpful, is he then goes in and talks with her. A little mm-hmm. bit about it, so it's mm-hmm. not me doing it in a crazy way. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, "Do you think Mama likes this? Would you?" And then, like, I'll go back in and she'll apologize, mm-hmm. and that helps. Mm-hmm. It, it does help. Sometimes it is helpful to have your partner uh, kind of break it down in a different situation. Yeah, you know, like that. just so you know, it's not okay to you know say that to your mom or yeah. to sing this way or whatever. Yeah, it sucks. It does. It sucks. <laughs> oh, which makes me want to say. To my mother and to mothers yeah, everywhere. Really, we're really sorry. I know. I must have hurt your feelings like a million I'm times. I'm sure I still do hurt my. Mom's I'm sure feelings, I still I'm really hurt your sorry. Story. Still, I'm still sorry <laughs> that I hurt your feelings. That is exactly right. Daily. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> Yes. You know what would help? What? A vacation. Right? I do you know of any? I do. <laughs> I really do. Um, everybody, I would like to tell you about a little something called the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. 
also known as Boat Party. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, all the information is at BoatParty.biz. Uh, we have an amazing lineup this year, including Greg Barrett, W. Kamau Bell, Chris Fairbanks, Moshe Kasher, Karen Kilgariff, Natasha Legero, Morgan Murphy, lots of ladies this mm-hmm. year. Um, we have music from Lake, John Roderick, and Auntie Ballas. Um, it's going to be totally amazing. And what, the reason I want to talk about it on this show is uh, we, we sort of realized that some, some people were getting left out of this. We did this last year, and it was a great success and a lot of fun. Um, but we realized that people didn't really realize they could bring their families on this thing and the reality is you know it's a cruise it's on a really nice cruise ship it's a royal caribbean cruise worst that can happen is they fall off the (laughs) ship but otherwise they're basically just in a little baby prison the whole time they're just like in a baby prison the whole time basically it's um it's a cruise to the bahamas Mm. and it's got like a shitload of activities um they have daily stuff going on for kids ages three and up plus they have like a whole daycare center they have babysitters that you can hire for very reasonable rates um and they have like family-friendly swimming pools yeah that's a big deal dozens literally dozens of dining options there's food available 24 hours a day they will bring food to your room for free. There's f- essentially free room service. Oh, heaven. Um, they have play yards if you have really little kids. I'm going, Jesse and I are, this is our thing. And, you know, we did it last year. I couldn't go last year because I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> um, but I'm going this year and we're bringing our little ones and we're super pumped about it. So I just really encourage anybody who's looking for something fun to take a break this summer. Um, it's happening in July. All the information is at boatparty.biz. Um, there's family-friendly information there. You can just click on the link. If anybody has any questions at all about this, feel free to just email me and I will answer your questions um, or refer you to somebody who can answer your questions. Go to boatparty.biz and it'll be fun. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. But you know what that boat party sounds like. Hmm. Genius. I think so. No no, no way fails can happen on a boat. No fails can happen traveling with children. I, fails uh, don't ever happen traveling no, with children. No, absolutely not. Ever. Genius. <laughs> Speaking of genius. Yes. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. What do you got for me this week? Oh, sure. I've got a great one. Good. Um, heat waves now happening in Southern California. Again. And that is screwing up the fact that the only way Simon will take a nap is if I take him for a walk in the stroller. Uh. And he naps at like 1 p.m., which is obviously like the hottest time of day. It's so hot outside our house. Yeah. You know, it's in the 90s. Like, you can't just like strap the baby on and no, go for a walk No, you can't put him on stroller. you at all. No. Yeah. Like, it's not okay. Um, but... I was like, well, I don't want to, like, I don't, I, I need my child to take a nap. So yeah. I started doing this thing where I just go like, okay, it's time to go for a walk. And we get him in the stroller with his pillow and his, like, little stuffed animal. And we, like, strap him in. And then I start walking and I literally walk for, like, four minutes. And he's asleep. 
Yeah. And I turn around and come back and push him right into the living room. Wow. And he just sits there and takes his hour-long nap while I, like, do stuff around the house. Nice. <laughs> and nobody gets heat stroke. And nice. he still gets a nap and he thinks we went for a walk. Lovely. Genius. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Very good job. How about you? Um, well, we got uh, Ellis out of the swaddle. So, oh, good. Yeah. So we're, now he's in a sack. But he's yeah. no longer swaddled. Okay. I think he's about to outgrow the sack as well. But um, but at this point. We made the, it over the hump. We made it over the hump. That's good. So that's good. Good. Good job. Thanks. I have an eight, almost nine-month-old daughter, and she is pulling herself up in her crib. So instead of getting rid of her mobile, which she uses to fall asleep, I decided to mount it from the ceiling. Now, I know that might sound dangerous because what if it falls? but I put in a second hook that's anchored, so if one gives way, the other one catches it, and it swings away from the crib, and it won't fall on the baby. I tested it. It works great. So I feel like a genius. Hooray! You're like, it's like so above and beyond. Mine's like hanging up there with like a tack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's totally one of those things when you do it, and no one's around. Yeah. Sucks. It's totally sucks. That yeah. sucks. It's not like great. your baby is going to see it and they, be like, thanks, Mom. And you're like, hey, honey, come look at this thing. And they're yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. job, Mom. Yeah. Failures. Mm-hmm. Fail. 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 You suck. I, like, live in a sea of failures these, these days. So you go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ocean cruises... <laughs> I am sailing through a cruise of failures. Go, your turn. Um, thank you so much uh-huh. for that great intro to this. You're welcome. Um, Jesse and I went out, which was great. Um, but when I came home, um, the baby woke up like pretty much uh. immediately, and I went to feed him, and I fell asleep. And then, like when I woke up in the night, he was really fussy, and I basically just was I had him essentially on me like the whole night. And by the next morning, still had not. Gone pee, taken off my makeup, yeah. taken out my contact lenses, oh. which are one days, or brushed my teeth. Nice. Yeah, it was you great. Just got tra- I felt you got trapped incredible. Under, got trapped under a baby. I did. Teresa, where are you? Where are you? Did the dresser <laughs> fall on you? What's up? What happened? Are you, is your leg caught in a bear trap? No, oh, you're just trapped under a fucking baby. Yep. Good job, Mom. Thank you. How about you? Uh, all right. So which of the hundreds? Hundreds. Well, this is, you know, you know like the more like... The less tactile fails and the more mm-hmm. emotional scarring sure. fails. So sure. this is, again, another one that I'm just, like, setting myself up for badly. This is a de- a relationship okay. fail. And one is I should be sharing more with Stefan, like, the things that are happening in the house. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Kathleen Bell's doing this now or Ellis is doing this. Mm-hmm. Because when he's home on the weekends or at night, Stefan will, like, be like, hey, he really likes this type of music. And, and you're like, I know. Of course he does. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Yeah. Do you think you're some kind of fucking genius for yeah. discovering that? <laughs> I play it for him every day. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, okay, so, so two things are happening. One, I'm setting myself up to be a defensive jerk. Yeah. And two, I'm giving Stefan no opportunity to have self-discoveries with yeah. the child. Yeah. So it just, it's just bad. It's just like a bad thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So that is a failure. This is like my day of apologies. I'm sorry, Mother, and I'm sorry, Stefan. <laughs> Children, you get no apology from me at this point in time. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am a part-time pediatric nurse and a part-time nanny. So even though I'm not a mom, I have plenty of fails of my own. <laughs> one fail today, one of many, 
Uh, I have been nannying a very tiny baby for about two months now, and this baby uh, does not want to drink out of a bottle ever at all. So today I was trying a hundred different things as always, and I had her in my lap, and I had her in the car seat when I was sitting behind her trying to have a disembodied arm feeding her. (laughs) I was walking around with her. Anyway, many failed attempts. Finally, I get her in a position in my lap, and she starts to kind of latch onto the bottle, which she never does, and she started to drink, and she was a little bit was coming out of the corner of her mouth, I noticed, but she had this good suck on it, which she doesn't usually get, so I was very excited and very proud, and I was about to text her mom because (laughs) the entire bottle was gone, and that had never, ever happened before, and I go to text your mom and I move move little Miss Princess away a little bit and notice that my entire right side of my body <clears throat> is uh, covered in breast milk. Uh, not my breast milk, but <laughs> somebody else's. So not only did this baby still not eat, but I am going to yoga covered in breast milk. Thank you. Oh, uh, it just sucks. sucks so bad. Yeah. That sucks because I'm like, this is so raw to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what a great job she's doing, like yeah. trying to get this baby all to take this bottle. Things, yeah. And like, as the mom who like would love to receive that text, yeah, I'm so sorry because like that's a lot of work for that to not happen. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> also when I hear pediatric nurse and nanny, uh, this is a fine fail. I'm like, I know, this right? could be like so worse. So many things could <laughs> go wrong in a worse way. I know. So thanks. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Teresa, yes. Let's call a mom. Oh, good. And this time we are well, as always, we are calling a mom who can help us. But this time, this mom might really, really, really be able to help us if <laughs> we are calling uh, Mary Sheedy Kersinka, who is the author of the popular books "Raising Your Spirited Child" as well as "Kids, Parents, and Power Struggles: Winning for a Lifetime." Welcome, Mary. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, it is very nice to have you on. Um, the first question that we always ask all of our guests uh, is, who lives in your house? Well, presently, <laughs> I live with my husband, and I have had the privilege of raising a very spirited son and daughter. Um, I'm now a grandmother of two, um, and I can tell I have not only survived raising spirited children, but um, am now reaping the benefits of these wonderfully amazing, creative, energetic, passionate adults. <laughs> but I love that. I was going to say that <laughs> I hope that like there's a collective sigh yeah. of relief from listeners yeah. everywhere. Oh. Um, well, the, really, one of the, I think the top question is, I, let me, I'll start this off by saying, I had a baby, my baby, my current baby. I have two children, my my new baby. Uh, it was a screamer the first couple of months. And it kind of, people used to say, oh, is he fussy? He's fussy. And he used to think, that just doesn't seem to be the right word at all to describe 
<laughs> how I feel my child is. And so when I hear spirited, I feel like spirited sort of falls into that category of fussy when whoever the parent is dealing with said spirited child might feel totally overwhelmed. Can you help us define what is really meant by spirited and what's different from, say, a normal toddler? Okay. Spirited kids are normal kids who are more, more <laughs> intense. So as you talk about the baby that the screamer, um, you know, that's the, not only did you get the screaming, but the decibels and uh-huh. the tone. And in fact, the research actually supports that that cry is more um, and, and more challenging to listen to. And they're more persistent. They're more sensitive to their environment. So they're very easily overstimulated, um, and they tend to be high energy. And because of that, especially when they're infants, they often struggle to sleep. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then, so then as they grow up, they become toddlers. And help me understand, because I've been through a toddler yeah, already. Everyone, everyone knows that two-year-olds and three-year-olds are, are difficult. So what's different with yeah, that? Yeah, when we say more, Okay, so the difference is, so someone will say, well, I have a toddler, toddlers all climb. Your spirited toddler not only climbs, but they're on top of the kitchen counter. Um, Other children, toddlers, um, again, will, you know, lay down and start to cry. But a spirited toddler, one will... um, throw themselves on the floor more quickly than a a non-spirited child. And not only will they get upset faster, they'll stay upset longer. Um, They're also very committed to their goals. I mean, every toddler, you can say, you know, don't touch that. And every toddler will look at you. They can even say, no, 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 um, and then do it. Well, the, the 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 spirited toddler, not only are they going to do it, but they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep going back to it because they're very committed to their goals. They throw a fit because you opened the door when they wanted to open the door. Um, They know they want their toast cut in triangles. So if you cut it in rectangles or squares, it's no longer edible. they They wake up with plans. They are committed to their goals. And they are passionate in their emotions. Well, that's really intense. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa, we were were looking at the questions before coming in. Teresa said, ask her whose fault it is. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is is always my husband's side of the family. (laughs) How do you Until one day I was traveling with my mother and she had to. uh, we were in a hotel room, and she had to full, pull out the bedding from the bottom of the bed and roll it up so that her feet wouldn't get too hot. And she brought her own little pillow, and again, very sensitive, very particular about the setting so that she could sleep. And I looked at her, and I said, oh, my gosh, it came from you. <laughs> <laughs> But, but in all seriousness, there's it's I, I can't imagine as a like I already feel as a mom judged every time I leave the house if my kid's hair sticking out crazy or if she throws the tantrum or like whatever or like my my baby who is who does have that really high decibel like even his joyous noises are so piercing that it sounds I mean it, I mean it, I was joking that at Disneyland parents were turning and looking you know like who 
who looks at you at Disneyland? Everybody's going crazy. <laughs> so like, so it's hard enough to feel like judge, but when you when your kid is more, help help the parents out here. Help us understand like it's hard to not feel like it's your fault uh, and that you're doing something wrong or to try and convince or you just like run around telling people it's not my fault. My child's just extreme. <laughs> like help. Okay. A couple of things I would say, first of all, is um, there were researchers at Harvard and they took two babies and they put them in infant seats in a room and sounded, sounded a loud gong. One of those babies looked around like, oh, that was kind of interesting. The other one started shrieking, cycling his arms and legs. Those are not learned responses. So you don't get to choose whether or not a spirited child comes to you. It's, it's somewhere in our gene pools um, that, that that possibility is there. But the, but the flip side of that is what I often say, especially to dads, I'll say, oh, so you got one with a Lamborghini in an engine inside of them. You know, your friends, they've got the kid with that's got the, the Chevy engine. You know, you can count on it. It'll get you where you want. But, hey, Lamborghini is going to accelerate quickly. The ride's going to be much more fun. But you have to be a more skilled driver. And that's the key with spirited kids, that they possess traits. We value in adults. They're passionate. They're committed to their goals. They're high energy. They're sensitive. Um, they, you know, these are traits we value in adults. But we have to understand what sets off that Lamborghini engine, what kind of triggers them. We have to more actively help them to calm that engine. And we have to ultimately teach them the skills to run it well themselves. But when we do, they develop the traits that truly are assets. Again, collective sigh. Like, I'm yeah. actually getting a little like, <laughs> yeah. like a little emotional listening to you because I'm like, oh, there is this all this hard work because it's hard work and it's yeah. I mean, it's hard work. It is hard work. It's hard enough in general with like mm-hmm. with your with your Chevys and your Fords. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love my Chevy. I have my mm-hmm. first one's totally Chevy. <laughs> she's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she's got I love her. My Ford. <laughs> she's, she's got her issues. She's great, but I mean, it's uh, it's very rewarding to to hear that, but. With all of this rewarding commentary and these positive uh, res- uh, positive outcomes of spirited children, I know that a lot of parents, when they're in sort of the thick of it, especially in the toddler years, there are some darker sides to that spirited behavior. Um, and one that I see a number of parents wrestling with currently, just people in my uh, parenting friend circles, and that is the the hitting. And I don't know if that's like it's. And I know it's not like a mean hitting that a child does, but I've seen this happen and I where the kid just hits the parents. And I feel like I have such an opportunity to ask you for help on this uh, and what that is and how to feel as a parent that that this isn't something I'm doing or, or that my kid hates me. How do I handle this? Well, there's a couple of things hitting one of the things with spirited children is you have to learn to pick up the cues that their engine's starting to rev up, that they're starting to get overstimulated. Um, Hitting is an example of, I'm over the edge. And so the first thing they have to begin to, to recognize is, think about what came first. 
um, you know, before they hit. And, and if you're, there's a couple of things with this. First of all, toddlers hit because they can't say, excuse me, I'm getting tired. It really would be better if we all left now. Um, and so instead they lose the impulse control and they hit somebody and you scoop them up and take them home. Um, so part of it is developmental for a toddler that, that they can't tell you. And so they show you with an action. But the other is as a parent of a toddler is say you're in that group and you're watching your child. And this is, you know, this is one of the exhausting things about being the parent of a spirited child is you have to stay tuned in. So they're playing, they're doing fine. And then all of a sudden, um, and maybe you're talking to them and they turn and they're not looking at you or you say to them, you know, Gunner, come on over here. And Gunner doesn't hear you and doesn't respond. Or Gunner all of a sudden, you know, was sharing a toy and now it's kind of mine, mine. Those are little cues that Gunner is beginning to have difficulty um what we call regulating. He's he's having difficulty calming himself. He's starting to rev up. So if we move in at that point, Gunner will never hit because we'll take the steps to say, let's take a break. Let's go over here and get away from all the noise and the activity for a little bit or, um, you know, let me give you a hug and hold you on my lap for a few minutes. And the bottom line is he won't rev to the point of hitting. Um, another thing I talk about in my, in my Raising Your Spirited Child book is whether your child's an introvert or an extrovert. And little introverts, when they get upset, they actually need space and quiet to calm. And sometimes when a toddler is hitting a parent, what they're saying is, please, Give me a little space. Please give quiet because um, I need a few minutes to collect myself. And so sometimes, you know, as a mom, we're like, oh, did you get hurt? And, or, or, or let's do this. And, you know, something happened you, and you're trying to comfort them and they smack you, which is like, excuse me, I was trying to help you and you just smacked me. And what he's not able to say is, mom, I'm an introvert. You're an extrovert. You want to talk about it. And right now I need a little space and quiet. So if you would just say, I'm here, Gunner. When you're ready, I'll give you a hug, but I'm going to give you a few minutes and give him a little space and quiet. Again, he's not going to hit you. Oh, my gosh. That's genius. Yeah. That just And, and, it, and it just makes sense. Yeah. But it's really hard to, to get to that place on your own when you're in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. The, the key is always with challenging behaviors is to stop and think, what was he feeling or needing? What was he trying to communicate with that hit? Was he saying, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted and I just can't even control my limbs anymore? Is he saying I need some space and, you know, hitting and biting are very effective ways of clearing out the space around you. Not respectful and appropriate, but very effective. Um, so we really have to stop and think, what's the feeling and need that is precipitating um, the, this, the hitting? What's coming first? Well, as a parent, if you, if you have two kids, let's say you have two or more kids, and one of them is the more, uh, more kid, how do you, as a parent, find the balance between 
making sure that you're paying attention to the spirited child to avoid the issues, to avoid the to help to help them, not just avoid, but to help them. Uh, and your kid who's the Ford. How do you how do you balance the time between the Ford and the Lamborghini without one of them not uh, you know performing as well? <laughs> The critical piece is to do your preventive work. First of all, we know that um, spirited kids, because they have that Lamborghini engine inside of them, are especially vulnerable to the effects of sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. And because they have that, again, because they are so easily overstimulated and high energy, they often have a window for sleep that's about 15 minutes wide. You miss it, and they don't go down for their nap. And so it looks like they're a kid who doesn't need much sleep, but quite honestly, a toddler needs 13 to 14 hours of sleep. If, if they're 19 months or older, they need a, a good two to three hour nap and then, you know, 11, 12 hours at night. A preschooler needs 12. A tiny toddler still needs a morning nap, and a tiny toddler is like 12 months to 18. And, and often, um, especially if they graduate to the toddler room in childcare, they're pushed into one nap before they're ready, and, and it, they're not getting enough daytime sleep. So the first thing is protecting their sleep so that their system is calm. The second thing is creating a predictable routine that every morning we get up, we do the diapering and the toileting, we get dressed, we do our hair, we do our teeth, and only then do we come put down for breakfast if we have, you know, for upstairs in a bedroom area. Only then do we come to the kitchen and then we have our breakfast. We don't turn on the TV because there's a ton of fights over the TV in the morning. Um, and, um, and, we ha- and then we know that, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mom takes us to preschool or daycare. Tuesday, Thursday, dad does. And there's a picture on the wall that shows us who's going who's gonna to be taking us and which car we're going in today. So we take out the surprises. We take out um, the things that we do every day become very predictable no surprises that trigger that arousal system. So then this even the spirited child is calmer. They have um, more energy than to be flexible, to deal with a surprise that no one could have predicted, to um, tolerate that their brother is touching them or breathing on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the preventive aspects... And and obviously everyone in the family benefits from it, but the spirited child needs it. When you do that, the frequency of challenging behaviors drops dramatically. And so then you're available to, you've got the energy to do some coaching and problem solving and working with the kids. Oh, my God. This is so helpful. it It is both incredibly helpful. It's so exhausting. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think maybe we're just like right on the tail end of Mother's Day, and so I just feel like I should shout out again, good job, everybody. Yeah, everybody's doing a great <laughs> everybody's job. doing a great job. Um, Mary, you are doing a great job. Thank you so much for coming on and, and talking with us about this. This is definitely a topic that we've had a lot of requests for, and we're going to link everybody up to your website and to the books uh, for more help. So thank you. Well, great. 
And, and thank you so much. And one of the things I want to stress, you know, yes, getting them to bed, it, it takes thought and planning. But the fact is, is if, you know, again, if they need 13 hours of sleep, took an 11-hour nap, and they get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, that still means they need to be down at 7 o'clock at night. The rest of the evening is yours. Yep. So it allows you as a mom to have time to yourself. If you're parenting with a partner, you've got time with your partner um, before you're completely exhausted. So while it, it in some ways feels like, oh, this is so much work and I have to be thinking about it, the payoff is that your child's calmer, they're getting the sleep and the predictability they need, but you're getting the break you need too. Heaven. <laughs> Thank you so yes. much, Mary. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great, a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Brainwaves send a message. Pick up the Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah. We have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep. That's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes. The 9-11 Truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, "Eh, that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. Talk about momming up. Yeah. It really, you know, it kind of makes me feel bad about the whole first part of the show a little bit. (laughs) Where it's, there is, she's so spot on about the importance of probably that that routine of setting that structure up mm-hmm. and uh, as a routine lover with my first child I just remember like pouting that you know we could never go out as often we could never you know we left those parties at nap time we never you know forced Katie Bell through uh, a lot of stuff we always respected the naps always mm-hmm. but it was like such work mm-hmm. it was such work and it was such a sacrifice to a lot of things that we'd rather have been doing mm-hmm. but at seven o'clock, we did have that time. Yeah, and, and that and was it's a, for you, like uh, you, yeah. and yeah, the payoff is for you, and it's for your child too. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if your child isn't isn't doing well, you're not doing well either. So it's like right, yeah, and it's just it is exhausting. It, it is. is exhausting work. Yes, and I mean, and what rang true about all that was spirited or not spirited. Mm-hmm. The level of attention you give your kids all yeah. the time. Yeah. Ah! But I mean, the flip side of that is okay. Like you know, you can't do it every single time, right? You know, like you 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 know, staying tuned in. It's a good reminder. Yes. You know, and there are going to be those times where your kid throws a tantrum, or your kid hits someone, or your kid you know, flips out or whatever. Right. And it doesn't, that doesn't mean like you failed. It just, it's just, it's kind of like a reminder. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I, maybe I wasn't tuned in. Right. Next, next time I'll be tuned in. What was happening before that? You know, and it's just, it's just, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't like that. I, I think it's a, those are really good tools, but I don't like the idea of like, you got to just stay on it. No, every, uh, yeah. That's just never, that's not the reality. And you're not able to do it. Like, no. And again, you're not to blame if you're not tuned in all the time as well. Yeah. They're good tools. They're good reminders. They are. Yeah. Uh, and when you're able to do them. Yeah. Knock it out of the park. Yes. And when you aren't, forgive yourself. Both of you lay down on the floor and kick and scream. Yeah. Um, Again, go find that batting cage. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, speaking of batting cages. Yes. Let's let somebody rant away. Oh, good. I just can't seem to get out of the house. I know there are people out there (laughs) who when they want to go someplace, they just walk to the door and they put on their coat and shoes. And they get their keys and they leave. And the whole process takes like a minute or two at the most. I can't get out of the house. I know I have a lot of kids and I know I've been doing this a long time. I give warnings. Guys, we're leaving in 10 minutes. Guys, we're leaving in five minutes. Five minutes is go time. I yell, go time, go time. That means get your shoes on, get your coats on. If you still have to pee, go pee. But it just doesn't happen. No one... There's one, one of my kids, my little, my, my seven-year-old boy, he'll get his shoes on, he'll go to the bathroom, he'll push corner, he'll stand by the door. Aww. The other four kids, yes, I'm the crazy woman with the five kids. The other four kids just roam the house. They look for toys that they lost two weeks ago. They suddenly, after they get everything on, yes. decide they need to go to the bathroom. They argue with me about where we're going and about the fact that they don't want to go. I mean, it's just simple simple going to school, which we do 180 days a year, you'd think that it would wear them down. Eventually, they would just accept that they're going to school today. Or the little kids, when I say, come on, get in the van. We're going to go get the big kids at the bus stop. You think they would just say, yay, they like the big kids. They're excited when they see them. But no, they won't put their coats on. They can't find their shoes. The boots are on the wrong feet. And they want to stay home. I, I even tried the well, I'm leaving. I'm leaving without you. I love you. Have a nice time by yourself. They don't even care anymore. Bye, Mom. Bye. We're going to stay here by ourselves, even though we're four and two years old. <laughs> Nothing works. I've, I've Googled it, Pinterest, I've talked to other moms. I think I just need to accept it. And maybe that's the biggest failure of all is that I'm just not accepting that this is my life, that this, that, that I will never, it's going to be another 10 years. <laughs> Before I can leave the house on my own, when the two-year-old will be twelve, and leave him behind, I can just put my coat on and walk out the door. Wow! Thanks. Bye. This yeah. is a recurring theme That's, happening on the show today. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you know what came into my mind listening to her? Hmm. She should just like get some of that blue painter's tape and just mm-hmm. do squares in like, the you hallway. Stand here, you and the stand moment here, you're done, you it's a race. Here. Fill Ooh. those squares. Ooh. That's your genius suggestion. Is whoever that gets in a square good. first, the like the, everybody yeah. gets uh, only the only the first two get a prize Ooh. or something. I don't know. And the last two get something taken away. There's got to be like a something. Yeah. Which like, uh, maybe the Wait, prize is... have five? Actually, prizes is a hard... That one that Anyways, was probably stuck in the closet being... and we have forgotten that child okay. anyway. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Something about squares on the floor yeah. that's physically And they're in a in race. They're in a race. There. Yeah. That's right. For rewards. I really like that. This is my genius idea for that's you, Mom. That's really good. Um, yeah. My favorite part was when she's like... <laughs> My problem is I just haven't accepted the fact that I should <laughs> just never go anywhere forever. Yeah, it's the mom cliff. It That's what I'm talking about. Cliff. It's the mom. I'm just going to whatever. Why am I fighting this? Oh, my God. Just everybody. Uh, goodbye. Um, 
This is the big takeaway, mm -hmm. I think, for today. Yeah. Uh, wow. This is really difficult. It's hard work. Yeah. And you're all doing a great job. Yeah. You really are, guys. You're doing a great job. And, uh, I don't know, hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. Uh, moms, dads, partners, non-parent people who are listening and, and laughing at us. Um, hang in there. Yeah. Really? Hang in there. Yeah. You're just, you're doing great. You're doing it. You're, you know? You're, you're doing it. You're waking up and then you're eventually going to sleep. Yeah. Congratulations. Day after day. Day after day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, wait. We can't end with that. That was like the most depressing ending that okay, we've ever I mean, had. I mean, All I right. mean, yeah. I mean, you're killing it. Yeah. You're knocking it out of the park. You deserve you, a cruise. You deserve a cruise. <laughs> you deserve anything you fucking want. Yeah. Pretty you much. go you go get it. Yeah. Uh and tell each other you're doing a good job. <laughs> A lot of high fives out there, moms. Yes. A lot of high fiving to dads mm -hmm. and to moms and to mm -hmm. mom. I just everybody should just be walking around high fiving every mm -hmm. fucking day, yelling, "I'm killing it!" Just in the middle of Target, "I'm killing it!" <laughs> you are killing it, and we give a shit about you. Yes, we do. Teresa. Yes. You're killing it. Thank you. So are you, Biz. Thank you. I am. I am. You are. I am killing you are. it. You are. Because I'm still going home to my family after yes. this. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, yeah, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you are listening. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.